Good morning, everybody. And welcome to this week to the announcements. Presented by Ireland Home Based Services. Hope everyone's having a great week so far. It is the week of August 28, 2022. Want to give a big congratulations goes out to Amanda Dots in the Region 9. Amanda was randomly chosen to win the gift card for this week from Amazon for listening last week and answering the question. So congratulations to Amanda. If you want your chance to win, please stay tuned. Keep listening and you'll have your chance to win the gift card. We're going to start off with a success story that we received from Heather Rockman Boatman. Heather went on to say, IHBS received a family preservation referral for a family that had recently completed services. In the previous case, the children, which had three boys, were removed from the mom's care. She was able to complete services and had her children reunited with her. After a few short months later, DCS was back involved. There were concerns about inappropriate discipline as the middle child had several bruises. Within the first 10 minutes of meeting with the family, IHPS had to call 911 because of the violent behaviors of the oldest son. Unfortunately, 911 had to be called several times at the beginning of the case due to his behaviors. It appeared the bruising the middle child suffered was the result of his brother's violent outburst. IHPS was able to assist the family with getting the oldest child an assessment. He was diagnosed as autistic. The middle child had been previously diagnosed autistic as well. IHPS assisted the family with getting connected to the BEADS program, as well as other community supports and resources. IHPS also assisted the family with changing the oldest child's medication. Shortly after this change, the, child, the violent outbursts nearly disappeared. Any outbursts were normal for his age and they were easily managed without calling 911. IHPS helped the mother to understand the challenges her children faced, along with understanding and maintaining her mental health should be her priority. This was a great example of teamwork we often see at IHPS. We had a therapist and two home-based caseworkers on the case. They were all in communication at least weekly. They maintained communication with the FCM as well. There were, uh, two uh, there were times two of us needed to meet with the family to assist with the uh, appointments. With this teamwork, we always made this work for the benefit of the family. The mother knew she could reach out to any one of us for assistance and would reach out when she had an urgent need. This case was recently closed successfully. So another great success story. Thank you to Heather for sharing that with us. Um, it's teamwork, it's uh, persistence, it's making sure we're finding, digging deep to find out what this family best needs. And we saw success because of that. It's really, really great to, really great to see. Got an announcement about ACASA and uh, guarding alignment communications. From our Field Staff Practice Guide on page 36, if a CASA or a guardian ad litem contacts you for information, check with our office to ensure we have a court order on file for this individual prior to releasing information. So again, if a CASA or GAL contacts you for information, make sure to check with our office and supervision to ensure we have a court order on file for this individual prior to releasing information. If we have a court order on file for the CASA and guardian ad litem for the case, then you may release information about the family's compliance for this DCS case to the CASA and guardian ad litem. If you have any questions about releasing information to CASAs or GALs, please reach out to a member of the supervision team. Labor Day Holloweek reminder, remember we are um, leading up to Labor Day here. 
Remember that a full-time team member must, must work at least four days during the week in which the holiday falls to be eligible for holiday pay. A reduced full-time team member must work at least three days during the week for when the holiday falls to be eligible for holiday pay. And please also remember that all documentation for this current work week is due Sunday at 8 a.m. So remember, if you're a full-time team member expected to work 40 hours a week, you have to work at least four days during the week of the holiday to be eligible for holiday pay. If you're a reduced full-time team member, so expected to work 32 hours a week, you must work at least three days during the week in which the holiday falls to be eligible for holiday pay. Documentation for this current week is due Sunday at 8 o'clock in the morning for all staff. The billing department will be working on Sunday uh, to ensure we do have a pay week coming next week, so we want to make sure everyone gets um, paid on time. So the billing department will be in working this coming Sunday, so please make sure you cooperate and get that documentation turned in on Sunday. And also remember of the Labor Day week, if you're Monday through Friday, or if you have a flex schedule, you need to indicate uh, the holiday on Monday, September 5th, on your uh, CTT or timesheet. Remember, if your normal work days are Tuesday through Saturday, or if you happen to be Wednesday through Saturday, you need to indicate Tuesday, September 6th as your holiday on your CTT for the week of Labor Day. If your normal work days are Sunday through Thursday, you'll need to make sure you indicate Monday, September 5th as your holiday. You are required to work Sunday, September 4th, unless, of course, you've been granted uh, PTO time. Again, if you have any questions about anything about Labor Day, please reach out this week. Documentation is due this coming Sunday at 8. And make sure that you're indicating the holiday on your CTT or timesheet. Monthly report reminder, we got those coming up soon. In order to ensure quality and accuracy of our monthly reports, please make sure if you add anything to your monthly after you submitted it for review to contact your team leader. Doing so ensures we have the accurate monthly report uploaded and submitted to, into DCS's documentation portal for their review. So if you are uh, coming up on the 1st of September or the 2nd or the 3rd or even later and you submit it to your supervisor but then you remember that you needed to add something, please make sure you reach out to them and let them know that if you add anything after you've already submitted it. It's very important to do so. Just a reminder about home-based casework referrals. When you receive a new home-based casework referral and, uh, and are reviewing the information, please note that, that home-based casework services should focus on psychoeducational topics and should not include mentoring services. If you see the word mentoring on the referral, please consult with your supervisor and ensure that all documentation is goal-oriented and reflects back to the treatment plan goals. Many of our team members also facilitate tutoring services. When we schedule time with children and youth, we need to be mindful of what is developmentally appropriate around how long the client can be effectively engaged. Please be mindful that the following caps are in place for the tutoring service standard. Young children, it's 30, min uh, 30 minutes per day. Children in grades two through six is one hour per day. And then any youth, grades seven through 12, the max is two hours per day. These time caps do not include time spent transporting the child uh, or youth client and is a specific time to the spent tutoring. Additionally, please note this service also requires a RAT assessment, that's W-A-R-T, for the intake and closure of services. If you have any questions, please consult with your team leader and or regional director. We have a revised supervised visit service standard beginning this week on September 1st. It's now referred to as supervised parenting time. Many, 
if not all of you, have had the experience of being a visit coach and conducting the meaningful service of supervised visitation. The way we guide our approach to supervised parenting time is ground, grounded in the service standards that are set by the Department of Child Services. Recently, DCS adjusted the supervised parenting time service standard to better meet the needs of children and families as well and support providers to help achieve the supervised treatment plan goals. These changes will be on Thursday, September 1st, 2022. Mandy Barger sent out an email to everybody. There's a link to complete training on the updates of the Supervised Parenting Time Service Standard. The training will be done via SurveyMonkey uh, and consists of information and training content and questions to verify the learning was complete. If you have questions on the training, changes, or next steps in regard to Supervised Parenting Time, there's a Q&A option as one of the last questions in that survey monkey. Again, so go back to your email sent by uh, Mandy Barger on that. If you have any questions, or if you can't find that training, please reach out to your supervisor or one of the managers. We'll make sure we get you this link. But the link is a web address, which is https colon double forward slash www.surveymonkey.com forward slash r forward slash i h b S S V updates. Again, go to your email that Mandy sent you or reach out to your supervisor, director, or a manager. We'll make sure you get this training. Training is going to be due by 8 a.m. on Wednesday, August 31st. That's tomorrow. And should take no more than an hour to complete. The training should be completed only one time. A couple of the wording changes. Uh, right now, paraprofessional visits is what they're called. Those will be trans transitioned to be called standard supervision. A bachelor's level visit is now going to be called enhanced supervision, and then therapeutic supervision stays the same. The new service standard for supervised parenting time does also allow up to one hour of initial preparation time that's going to be billable to meet with the parents and caregivers to adequately be prepared and plan development developed prior to initiation of supervised parenting time. Begin and do that training. It's going to uh, walk you through everything. Any questions can be answered by supervision. But make sure you complete this training by 8 a.m. tomorrow, August the 31st. This is a little bit of a reminder about Bloomington office. The front door of the Bloomington office is locked after 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and the entire weekend. Please make sure you use the back door during this time. All staff and clients should enter through the back. Again, that's after 5, Monday through Friday and any time on the weekends. You have to use your key card to get in. Please do not unlock the front sliding door. It will trigger an alarm. Attempts to locate and help a reminder when attempting to locate a client or placement. Attempt to locate slips are to be left on the client's doors. Under no circumstances should any staff member put an ATL slip inside of a person's mailbox. It's against the law and uh, may not even get to the person or persons you're trying to reach. In addition, make sure you are never putting any PHI on the ATL slip you're leaving at the residence. Only include your information. If you have any questions, please see page 118 of the Fields Tap Practice Guide or talk to your supervisor. All right, let's go ahead and do the trivia. Pretty easy this week. All you have to do is rewind if you don't know the answer to this. Question this time is going to be, when does the revised supervised parenting service standard begin? This is replacing the current supervised visit service standard. So when does the revised Supervised Parenting Time Serva Standard begin. If you don't know the answer, rewind. It'll say it right there. But hint, it's this week.
Let's get into some of our Recovery Community Cafe. The summer series is going to be wrapping up today, August 30th, on maintenance and long-term recovery. It's a great, uh, great series put on by Amanda Colvin and Deb Cooper. Um, again, today is the last day of the summer series. Uh, we'll keep uh, our ears tuned out if there's going to be continued uh, the fall series coming up. But today is the last one for maintenance and long-term recovery. In the future, this is a great service to link to anyone that is going through recovery. Great service. Both Amanda Colvin and Deb Cooper are great resources to talk more about this if you would want to. Today is also the day of our Staff Cafe on Money Matters. Staff Cafe is a relaxed, judgment-free opportunity for IHBS team members to connect and build professional and personal vitality. Again, the topic's Money Matters. Today's date, August 30th, is the date for this. It's going to be from 9 to 10 Central Time or 10 to 11 Eastern Time. There was a QR code that was emailed out and should be hanging around your office. But if you have any questions about the Staff Cafe, please reach out to Deb Cooper at 812-483-8369. And Deb will get you... Uh, information on on that one also we have the uh, next month's uh, parent cafe parent cafe next month is on the talk which it's going to be tuesday september 13th held on zoom from 11 to 12 30 central or 12 to 1 30 uh, eastern time and it'll also be held on thursday september 15th from 5 30 to 7 central or 6 30 to 8 eastern time if you have questions or how, wanting to know how to get registered or how to get a parent registered for the next Parent Cafe next month, please reach out to Deb Cooper again at 812-483-8369 or email Deb at dcooper at ihbs.us. You can always follow Parent Cafe on Facebook. Just do a search for at IHBS Parent Cafe. Again, if you have any questions, uh, dealings with COVID, if you've been close contacted or you test a positive yourself, please make sure you reach out to Susan Benkarski or our HR department. We can help you with um, the, the timeliness of when you can return to work based on symptoms and uh, days from uh, a positive test or having uh, symptoms. So make sure you're reaching out to uh, HR if you've had any close contacts or you are positive yourself for COVID. So we can give you all the guidelines of what you need to do. Please make sure to continue to screen clients to make sure they're not currently under isolation or they're on quarantine. It's always important to ask them about that. Uh, we want to continue to be very safe. We're still providing um, bonuses for those that uh, send us your vaccination record cards for shots or booster shots. So make sure you continue to do that. Um, please keep letting let us know uh, the rules for quarantine are the same for everyone now. Uh, regardless of vaccination status, so they're a little, little easier now to, to take care of everything. Um, but just keep being safe out there, guys. That's we want to keep each other, keep each other protected. So um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Hope everyone had a great week. Take care. Make sure you answer that trivia question. When does the new supervised parenting time service standard begin? Just email that to Gary Emmons, and you'll be entered into the drawing. Take care, bye. Have a great week.